able to give us vaccinations, right? And so well, I think that's a pretty interesting point. Warren, can I, can I, we've only got a minute more. I just want to, I want to thank you for the point that you're bringing up. I think it's an important yeah. one thinking about it. I do, I, I do want to weigh back there a little bit. I, I think that what the death in the nursing home shows is how poorly we have maintained the standards and the inspections of where we keep our elderly. I think that's yes. what it reveals. And, most and she did mention that. It's that basic infection control. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Lauren. The narrative and that concerns me as well. Thanks, Linda. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for calling in. Um, so, so many things to talk about. So much important um, issues around this. Uh, this is a, a a really grand time. I don't know how to say it right. Um, this is a time for change. This is one of the most important times any of us will be lived through in our lifetimes, and. Um, and, and, and that's the time to stand up. I mean, that's why you see people rising up. So I uh, am so happy to see the people of America rising up against racism and um, all over the country. And I'm hoping for real change in this and real systemic change. Um, but I think it's going to take ongoing fights. So I thank you all for being out there and being our audience, listening to KBOO Portland. Um, I'll, I'll be back with you next Thursday. And I believe we have Press Watch coming up next with Teresa Mitchell, one of my favorite um, hosts on KBOO. And um, so thank you all. And um, that will be it for today. Thanks. You're listening to KBOO Portland, 90.7 FM. Next up is Press Watch at, at 9. music intro <laughs> it's, uh, that's it yeah. okay alright thank you engineer we've laid back press watch and uh, we'll just be kind of gazing at the press this week <laughs> that's not really true no I am uh, hi this is press watch a weekly counter propaganda and left opinion program here on your people supported free radio station KBOO Portland I'm Teresa Mitchell, the trainee terrorist, and uh, I invite you to join me for a brief peek behind the video veil of monopoly media manipulation and an examination of the news you're not supposed to know. Uh, first thing I want to say this week is about the ACLU app and sniffing. Two things that you need to know. Two things you're not supposed to know and uh, two things you need to protect yourself. The first of them is that uh, ACLU app. Now, the ACLU has created an application to put on your Android or your iPhone, and you need it. You need it right now. Um, I put it on my phone last night. I walked through the steps. Um, I just pulled it up on a search engine. Um, I put up ACLU app and found it in seconds, and you can do this too. So I want you to do this. The reason being, um, you could be stopped by a cop in your car, you can be stopped in the streets. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. 
And uh, I think people are starting to understand now just how much power the cops have and how furious they are for, at dissenters. And, uh, of course, how furious they are at black people. And you need this app. And the thing about this app <clears throat> is it allows you... It's very easy to use. It starts a recording going on your phone. And uh, the great thing about it is it's set to transmit the recording to the ACLU the minute the phone is stopped. Handy, huh? You can see how that would work out to your favor because the cop's not going to be happy that they're being recorded. You really do need to record them. Um, problem in the past has been that they could just grab your phone and erase it or throw it into the river, whatever they want to do. But uh, they can't do that now because as soon as, the, uh, as soon as the recording stops, it gets transmitted to the ACLU, and you got them. Your whole encounter with a cop is right there. So you need the ACLU app. You need it. It's free. You need to get it. Get the ACLU app. Do it now while I'm talking. It's easy. Very easy to do. And if that means you can't uh, hear the rest of what I got to say, well, that's okay because it's not nearly as important as you getting the ACLU app right now. Now, the other thing I want to tell you about is that if you've been out in the protests, first, bless you. Thank you for doing that. It was so necessary. I hope you're wearing a mask. I hope you're keeping distance. Of course, the cops don't let you. <clears throat> they don't let you be safe. Uh, they don't let you keep your distance. They jam you into, you know, small areas the jail, the paddy wagon, kettling, and uh, they make you cough as hard as you can with CS tear gas, which is bad enough because this is going to give you COVID and everyone's risking it. And again, bless you for risking it because uh, as deadly as COVID is, it's not as deadly as racism and police racism has been over the centuries and will be if we don't absolutely abolish it. So I'm so glad you're out there. I wish I could be. I've been very sick. <clears throat> so I've had to stay at home. Uh, but I want to tell you about this stuff that they're using. Um, someone, actually, it was um, Desiree with Old Mole uh, put up a, a video the other day on Facebook, and it showed someone picking up, among other things, it showed apparently uh, cops lighting a uh, car on fire with their uh, gas canisters, CS gas canisters. They shoot flames uh, as well as uh, CS gas. And uh, it showed somebody picking up one, uh, which was entirely unexpended. The things, uh, they are grenades, and uh, they have a pin and a flap like you'd expect on, a, on an American grenade. Uh, and what you do is you pull the pin out and you throw it, and it's called a triple chaser separating canister Safari Land CS gas unit. And uh, when, when the uh, person on the video picked up the triple separating canister that hadn't been used. You could see the name of it, which was Safari Land, so I looked up to see what it was. And what I found was this, uh, which they are required to put on their website, and which, by the way, they apparently taken down already, uh, and it was um, a yellow tab that said, warning, this product can expose you to chemicals including lead salt and hexavalent chromium which are known to the state of California to cause cancer and lead salts, which are known to the state of California to cause birth defects or other reproductive harm. And then it says, for more information, go to p65warnings.ca.gov. So I went there. And I got more information on this stuff. The uh, 
It's called triple chaser because it's actually three canisters of, of CS uh, tear gas. And uh, you pull the you pull the ring to throw the thing, and uh, it starts. Uh, it's, it's got stuff in it called uh, pyrophoric aluminum, which gets it uh, burning, and a little bit of uh, detonation, uh, nitrocellulose. And it's got a lot of uh, interesting things in it. It's got potassium perchlorate. It's got uh, magnesium, uh, not magnesium, excuse me, worse, manganese carbonate, potassium nitrate, copper. Now, remember, you're breathing all this stuff. You're breathing this. Magnesium oxide, zinc metal, um, sulfur, lead, diphyocyanate, diphyocyanate, excuse me, um, diphenylamine, magnesium distirate, and also barium chromate, chromium and barium. Uh, it also has tri-iron tetraoxide, which is toxic. Uh, it has silicon, and it has silica amorphous silica fume, and I have to wonder why they put that in there unless they just wanted to uh, abuse the lungs of people uh, breathing it over the long term. And it's also got aluminum powder, and as I mentioned, uh, apparently as contaminants, it has uh, lead salt and hexavalent chromium. Now, a lot of y'all been breathing this stuff every day for weeks now, and I think you need a blood test, and I think you need a lawyer. So I hope that I've gotten this across. Uh, the stuff, I've known for a long time that uh, CS tear gas is toxic. The world has known this, and uh, it is banned for use in war. Um, and it has been used very, very, very heavily. Y'all have been breathing a lot of this stuff. And I think that it's probably poisoning you by this point. So you need blood tests. Well, go talk to a lawyer. It doesn't cost you anything. I think uh, class action suits need to happen right now. And if you're an attorney uh, and you're listening to me right now, well, you're probably overworked. But um, I think that this is, uh, this is something that needs to happen. There need to be lawsuits so we can shut down the use. I mean, in the first place, uh, less lethal is not an excuse. Uh, less lethal contains the word lethal, and it's an admission that this stuff kills. And the police never had the right to poison the people for expressing their constitutionally guaranteed right to express themselves. Uh, you're supposed to be able to go out there and express your grievances, and you're not supposed to be punished instantly with toxic substances and batons and jails. And all this stuff that the uh, the right wing tries to gin up tries so hard to make you into looters and and uh, and rioters. They they like that narrative so bad that the cops go out and smash glass. And I can say that without the least bit of worry about being called out on it by cops. I mean, there is so much evidence out now of cops going around smashing glass setting things on fire uh, just and letting looters uh, raise hell intentionally, doing nothing about it. That uh, famous uh, videotape that you saw of, of cops lounging around in a representative's office, they were doing that while the, the mall was being looted around them. They like it. 
when shops get looted. Because who benefits? They benefit when things get looted. People get terrified when some glass gets smashed and some chachis get snatched. Uh, it's all replaced easily enough, and the insurance takes care of it. We see how quickly these shops manage to heal themselves. It's not actually a big deal, but uh, they know that it terrifies white suburban America, their base, the people who want the cops to be a terror to black people. And, and by the way, that's also the news you're not supposed to know. This is all about whiteness. This is all about white supremacy. Well, the number to call with your comments and questions is 503-231-8187, 503-231-8187. And I'd like to ask the engineer to just let me know when someone's ready to talk. And uh, since we are doing things remotely, we don't have as many phone lines as we usually do. And you may find it uh, an annoying wait from time to time. But right now, I think we have the lines open. All you lines can call open. in. Yeah. 503. Okay. 503-231-8187. Now, the, uh, the Republicans know that they can't get the high ground on this. Uh, even their base doesn't want to be seen as racist. And so they've been trying to change the narrative, and the president has been trying to change the narrative uh, from, you know, the, the, final, uh, the final confrontation in which the nation turns away from white supremacy and turns away from apartheid Jim Crow and begins to offer a really equal life and, and, and reparations uh, to our victim classes. When I say our victim classes, I mean white people's victim classes. I am white. Uh, trying to change it into uh, Antifa is invading. And uh, now you as, as uh, KDOO listeners know how ridiculous that is because the Antifa is that there are there are organized antifa groups in in Europe, uh, but antifa is an anarchist group, and they don't organize any more than they have to. Antifa is simply a reaction to fascism, and it's an effort to defend people at rallies against fascist aggression, and that can include police aggression. If they can include, it's always connected to, and that's what the whole thing's about: white fascism, white violence, and uh, everything's being uh, sharply revealed now. We see who acts and in what way they act to maintain the system. And so I want to go into that a little bit. Uh, one of the uh, aspects of this is that uh, whenever some troll on, on Twitter puts out a bogus warning about just made-up stuff, about, you know, Antifa is coming to your little rural white town, they believe it, and then they get out their guns, and it's really kind of silly, but it's also very dangerous. Uh, it's happened several times. Here's an article. Um, this is by Nicholas Kristoff. Actually, it's from the New York Times. Residents gathered this month in a corner in Coquille, Oregon, in anticipation of rumored and non-existent busloads of Antifa activists. What can we possibly make of the crisis that unfolded in the remote Oregon seaside town of Coquille? He writes, Coquille is a sleepy logging community of 3,800 people, almost all of them white. It is miles and miles from nowhere. Portland is 250 miles to the north. San Francisco is 500 miles to the south. You know, you go through towns like that, you see little signs, uh, jokes in the local shops that say, you know, Coquille is a is a drinking town with a logging problem. But uh, Fox News, he writes, is in a frenzy about rioters and looters. And President Trump warns about the anti-fascist movement known as Antifa. So early this month, 
As a small group of local residents planned a peaceful Black Lives Matter protest in Coquille, word raced around that three busloads of Antifa activists were headed to Coquille to bust up the town. The sheriff and his deputies donned bulletproof vests, prepared their MRAP armored vehicle, and took up positions to fight off the invasion. And almost 200 local people, some shouldering rifles and others holding flags, gathered to protect their town, overshadowing the handful of people who showed up to wave Black Lives Matter signs. I feel defensive and want to protect my home, Tommy, uh, Tommy Robinette told a local newspaper. A sheriff from a nearby county, John Ward, warned citizens in a public Facebook post of rumors that the anti-fascists could rampage into his area as well. I was told they were looking for a fight, he explained. Ward, explained, Ward added that he had no problem with peaceful protests. The Black Lives Matter protests have been held peacefully in the local town of Brookings, but he hinted that citizens might want to help the police fend off any anti-fi attack. Without asking, he said, quote, I am sure we have a lo- lot of local boys, too, with guns that will protect our citizens, in quotes. Of course, no rampaging anarchist ever showed up. The Battle of Coquille ended without beginning. That's not the only one. Uh, there's an article in... Uh, uh, PT leader by Carmen Harbio, who wrote online rumors of incoming left-wing agitators have circulated throughout rural towns across the U.S. As protests about policing and racial justice continue in Jefferson County and the Olympic Peninsula are no exception. Now, I'm going to read some of this, too, and I'm bringing this to you because I want you to see just how intense the Republican efforts, the Trump efforts, are to create a civil war. You see how dangerous this is. We've got the the gun owners. We know they're out there. We we know the stats. Half of Americans have guns, um, and uh, Trump is through his statements and through his uh, greater coterie of agitators uh, on Twitter is mobilizing people to come out, just hoping to find someone to shoot. And the problem is they're likely to find someone to shoot. Uh, but returning to this article, uh, the rumors are simple. A bus full of Antifa is coming to loot, pillage, and burn small-town USA. Antifa refers to an autonomous political movement whose self-identified members are militantly opposed to fascism. Antifa is short for anti-fascist. President Donald Trump has continually attempted to label large-scale protests across the U.S. and their associated violence as the work of Antifa. Now, this is a mainstream media article that I've been reading from, and you notice that they say, and their associated violence, without making any distinction of the fact that it tends to be the cops that do the violence. Not entirely. It's it's not an uh, entirely uh, sharply defined thing. But as I said, it's the cops and the, the militants, the boogaloo-ists, who benefit from the uh, the fires and the, and the glass smashing. So they go out and make sure it happens. Tracy, we have a couple of caller, callers. It's unclear where the rumors start, but when they circulate online, they create a frenzy of concerned and armed citizens who vow to protect their town from would-be rioters to the mysterious bus has yet to materialize. And the growing number of small towns from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, to Sioux Falls, North Dakota, that have come in contact with this rumor. We have some callers now, and so I'll go to the next caller. Hi, you're on the air on KBOO Portland. Who's this? Hi there. I don't. Am I, I one? Hear you. That, am I the one that? Yes, you're on. Um, yep. Thank you very much for bringing this up. Please post on your website um, the names of the weapons, pictures, and the ingredients, as well as links to the health risks. Um, and um, 
And I want to also warn you that over 13 years ago, when we were examining what kind of um, weapons would have caused these mysterious wounds, we found out that, um, or I learned, the, the doctor already knew, but um, that the police knew that tear gas, um, if you used normal guns with gunpowder and explosions, would cause big fires and bigger explosions, and said it had to be blowback, um, burning or hurting the top. So they used yeah. weapons that used propulsion, not from a little explosion of burnt gunpowder, but of you know, air blast. And um, people have observed that this is the Portland police on Friday, May 29th, in downtown Portland on Southwest um, 4th, who, um, who were shooting uh, the flashbang concussion grenade and the tear gas to create fires. The police prevented protesters from putting out the fires. The police did not use their fire extinguishers they're supposed to have in their cars. And they did not use the fire extinguishers that protesters says were right inside the broken glass of, of nearby store windows. Um, and they also did not allow the fire trucks to come in uh, and go directly to the fire. They let them last a long time, lots of pictures, lots of excuse. They get lots more money, a lot more pay. They come down on uh, folks. And the folks that were seen that I saw who were breaking windows and going in did not have any covering over their face from COVID, which most of the, you know, the legitimate protesters had. And they had no protection from anyone videoing or seeing them, and they did nothing to stop or disarm the security cameras. And they were not people, there were a lot of new people I've never seen before, but, um, they were not people I've seen, the normal folks I see working for social justice, et cetera. And they, there was one man who looked like he was painted up to be a fake dark uh, black. Um, and he looked just, reminded me a lot of the man who was dressed up in, in makeup to look like a fake black. He kept saying, black, white, nutter. That sort of thing has been uh, reported around the country, and in fact, uh, right-wing okay. mil militant like groups are attempting to start a race war uh, by any means possible, and that is one of the techniques that they have been using. So you might, so you might look at the videos um, of the guys that was pretend to be a black um, when the right-wing folks came out um, one fall uh, to. Uh, at the IWW, International Workers of the World Wobblies um, office where the Democratic Socialists of America were having a meeting and um, they tried to pick a fight out there. Um, so the guy that uh, was, you know, dressed up fake to be a black, um, I think I could say the Antifa attack, you know, racist or whatever else, um, he looked a lot like the guy that broke the window at... Um, Southwest Fourth and Morrison, all of which they had, they acted like the right wing always do, absolute confidence 
that the police will know, never go after them. They didn't hide who they were. They did not hide their identity. Um, they clearly brought their weapons downtown and broke the glass, took some stuff, and left. And they were not near or around any of our normal, you know, social justice, Black Lives Matter protesters. Uh, okay, well, thanks so, for reporting that. And there have been a lot of reports of that sort of thing, so I'm, I'm glad that you added to it. But if you can list those poisons, because we are trying to reduce the budget they spend on poisons and also want to say that we waste too much of our money on police, not only direct budget, but also on um, litigation and settlement. And the okay, you will find those listed at... You'll find those listed at KBU Press Watch on uh, Twitter and uh, under Teresa Mitchell on Facebook. And I'll also put it up on the, uh, uh, the podcast post on KBOO.FM. So KBOO.FM slash Press Watch, and you'll find it there. Thank you. And if you can have folks email um, our city and county commissioners, um, this is a way to reduce public health. Uh, cost, risk, and a way to reduce the litigation expenses by saying don't have these dangerous uh, weapons allowed, have outlawed within the county, have them outlawed in the city, and then we're not going to have um, losses of money that can better be spent on parts and everything that matters. Okay, right on. Thank you very much. And uh, I think I'll go to the next caller. And this is, if you're just tuning in, uh, this is making reference amongst other things, to the fact that the CF tear gas uh, has uh, lead chromate, uh, excuse me, not lead chromate, but it has lead salts in it, uh, and it has uh, hexavalent chromium in it. These are very toxic, very dangerous substances, and uh, as I've been saying, y'all been breathing this stuff for weeks now. I suspect that you have a substantial amount of these and other toxins. Uh, there's a lot of heavy metals in the CF uh, tear gas. They never had a right to throw that stuff at you and make you breathe it uh, for for peaceful protests. Uh, we've had peaceful protests that have been subverted time and again in the manners that the caller uh, that was just on mentioned uh, by provocateurs. And uh, you have a right to compensation for the fact that your body has been poisoned. You must be cautious as well because it does produce birth defects. And uh, that's sad to say, but uh, if you're pregnant, uh, you may need to take that into consideration uh, if you've been out in the protests uh, breathing those lead salts and the, the potassium chromate and uh, up, there was a iron toxin in there that I mentioned as well. And uh, uh, as I was saying, you can find uh, details on that on my Facebook and Twitter posts. Uh, Twitter posts are at KBU Press Watch at Twitter and uh, Teresa Mitchell. Uh, I have my post under Teresa Mitchell on on uh, Facebook, and so easy enough. Just look for a Teresa Mitchell in Portland, and you're likely to find me. Uh, I'm usually shown with either red or blue hair. <laughs> Number to call: five zero three two three one eight one eight seven. I'll just check with the engineer and see if anyone's waiting to talk. Yeah, we have Paul. Okay, go ahead, Paul. Well, um, I've worked in the aerospace industry for thirty nine years. And I can tell you that hexavalent chromium ain't suspected of nothing. It will give you cancer. 
Uh, we've lost a lot of our uh, union brothers and sisters from it in the past. And if they're poisoning the general citizenry with it, uh, it is a known carcinogen. It causes cancer. It's not suspected. It's not might. It will. Uh, right, no then. doubt. Uh, they're, they're working to eliminate it from uh, usage and production of aircraft components because it's so nasty. Good point. Uh, uh, you know, well, you know, it's, I don't know about the rest of them. I'm not a chemist, okay? I know lead's bad for you, either uh, externally or internally, but um, essentially, yeah, it'll, it, you will get cancer if you've been breathing this for a few weeks. The attorney, the blood test, do it, okay? Um, I went to my first protest about this because uh, they police murdered the George Floyd. That's intolerable. I can't, I don't remember the names of the guys I work with, you know, but I remember his name because I saw this guy completely, complete disregard and nonchalantly murder someone. Okay, a fellow citizen. Um, we had two trolls, but we didn't have any violence. It was out in Gladstone. I didn't even hear about it till the day it occurred. Yeah, I don't know where to start. I mean, in my case, it was Kendra James. I remember all those years ago, she freaked out and tried to drive away from the cop stop, and they just they just blew her away. I mean, they just kept shooting. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of them, and I don't have the best memory. I'm an older guy, uh, but it's kind of like we had an officer get in the car and shoot the female black driver to death from the back seat. I'm not. You know, uh, no, that's kind of like beyond a suspicious death. Okay, that's also a murder. Yeah, um, this is all very clear now, just how much the police hate black people. I mean, the, the cat's out of the bag. Well, you know, as a union member, corporations hate me. Okay, and that's, you know, it just is the way that it is. And they want black people and white people to hate each other. Um, which is peculiar because they hate both of us groups. Well, there's, and, there's a silver lining. I would say that after for years and years of being an agitator, um, being an organizer from time to time, being a journalist, I've noticed that uh, every time the people try to get together, whether it's anti-imperialist or uh, anti-corporate or pro-union, uh, we are always tripped up by the fact that we've never paid those reparations. We've never undone the harm that is done to black people and i'm so glad to see this being dealt with uh pointedly and first and once once we do the right thing by black people and, and by people of color and you know hispanic and indigenous and everyone else there i there i used an old term that shows where i'm coming from <laughs> then uh, i think we can move forward towards revolution and you know what we are out of time and so i thank you for your call You've been listening to Press Watch on KBOO Portland. You've been listening to 90.7 FM and other frequencies in Cascadia and via KBOO.FM to all the ships at sea.